0: Good morning, Form 2s. I hope you're doing all right. I hope that you have been following the module very closely because we are rounding up today. I'm sure you also realize that today is a morning lesson and normally we were supposed to have a Zoom lesson. But I want to promise you that uh, my other classes are very busy Engaging in something important and I couldn't be with you today. Right, so we will learn by means of a podcast for today and hopefully we can return to our normal routine next week. As we are finalizing and rounding up the topic, it definitely means that we are going to write a common test on the exploration of East and Central Africa. I will confirm with the other teachers uh, who are taking form two classes and we will set a, a, a suitable date when they also have finished the module, but I would like you to start preparing by reading on the exploration of East and Central Africa. For today's lesson we are talking about Henry Morton Stanley, he is the last explorer under the main subheading the exploration of Central Africa and Henry Morton Stanley is the legendary figure who had been sent to go and find Livingstone when Livingstone had gone under as it were when he couldn't be found and there was no word as to whether Livingstone was dead or that he was alive or lost somewhere. So Henry Morton Stanley is very important in as far as the whole story of David Livingstone is concerned. Just a quick background on Henry Morton Stanley. He grew up in America and just like Livingstone, he grew up in a very poor family. So that forced him to start working at a very young age. By 15 years old, he was already working. He was working on a ship. As a cabin boy, just packing things, loading stuff, making sure the sails are upright, being sent around to do errands, cleaning the decks, sweeping the decks. Those were the kinds of things that Stanley was doing on that ship as a young boy. When he grew older and reached the age of maturity, he was able to then join the American army. Right. And he trained as a soldier. And whilst in the army, he managed to fight in one of the greatest American battles, which was the American Civil War. And after that, we do know that he trained as a journalist. And that means he was some kind of a reporter collecting uh, information and reporting back to the public about what was happening in the world. And I believe that these were two very important qualities, the fact that he was a trained journalist and that he was also a trained soldier. It was a good combination because it means he could get to the bottom of things whilst preserving his life at the same time. This is why when he ventured into these dangerous explorations, the whole world knew that he would be successful at this because he was ready and he was qualified. He used his skills as a journalist to track down and find Livingstone. You remember how he had entered Africa through Zanzibar looking for the missionary and he had conducted his investigations. He had used his military skills to go through that whole region. With a fine comb, like search every single place and piece together at what point he left this area and moved to the other area. Everything, Morton Stanley was able to piece it together until he find he found sorry. David Livingstone at Ujiji. Okay, this was very remarkable. Right, so Stanley had done some other work some other military work in Spain he had also worked in Abyssinia and now he had found uh David Livingstone in central africa he won so many medals for his bravery and he wrote books about how he found livingston okay and these books sold world over they made him rich instantly so after livingston was dead Um, Stanley did not give up the dream of confirming the sources of, of the Nile River. He still wanted to finish that project, even though Livingstone was now gone. So he was sponsored by the Geographical Association and he got his bags ready and he started out. And he explored that whole Great Lakes region which has Lake Victoria, Lake Albert, he explored that whole region and confirmed what the previous explorers had actually said. And after that, after his successful journey um, in Africa, he started venturing into other bigger projects, okay, bigger projects now. He was uh, given a job by King Leopold of Belgium, to explore the Congo region, okay? To find out what sort of resources the people who lived in Congo had. And through the writings of Henry Morton Stanley, King Leopold of Belgium was actually able, during the colonization of Africa, to colonize Congo, okay? It was because of the work of of Henry Morton Stanley. Right, and he had so many achievements. He received honorary degrees from the University of Oxford, from the University of Cambridge, and also the University of Edinburgh. Okay, and uh, later on, he was elected as a member of parliament. And he did so well in his career. That is Henry Morton Stanley. So we have come to the end of the topic and it forces us to ask ourselves that was this whole exploration process good or bad? The work of people like Mungo Park, David Livingstone, it was extraordinary. It's not just a tale of people who gave up their lives to open up Africa, but it is showing the amount of sacrifice and what it took for Africa to be connected to the rest of the world. This was the only way that Africa would not remain backward. They believed as explorers that they were bringing light to a dark continent, bringing the light of civilization, bringing the light of knowledge, bringing the light of Christianity, bringing the light of trade, bringing the light of industrial development, Right these, This is the kind of light which these explorers believed they were bringing to to Africa. But the downside of it all is that Africa had its own light. Do you see that? Africa had its own institutions, its own religion, its own industries, its own way of doing things. And it could be regarded in a sense, that explorers opened up Africa and exposed Africa to all these countries that then wanted to take the resources off of Africans. Because as these explorers were were going around viewing and exploring these regions, they would write down so many things about the security in Africa, The numbers, do they have soldiers? What kind of weapons do they use? They would write down information about how to access, how to go in and out of Africa. If you want to access this country, you go from here. If you want to access Central Africa, you enter in through the East. All this information previously had not been given. They also gave information about the resources of Africa. That if you go to the Congo region, there's lots of diamonds. If you go to Southern Africa, there's lots of gold. If you go to West Africa, they have palm oil trees. They have rubber, right? If you go to East Africa, there's a lot of oil. All these things were exposed to the world. And unfortunately many european countries became very interested in africa not for the purpose of helping or bringing light to africa but rather for the purpose of taking over right so i've attached a short exercise for you it's really short it's just five marks it's unbelievable uh you will never get such a simple exercise ever but i need you to study the information that has been given there And try to answer the question very, very carefully, okay? Very, very carefully because it requires some deep thought. Right, so for today's lesson, I think that is all. Have a good day and make sure you submit your work soon. Bye-bye.